0: Welcome to the Hometown Marketing Podcast, where I walk you through how to build a successful business in your small community. I'm your host, Ileanne Tyson. And now, welcome to season two, episode three. Now let's get started. Well, welcome to the Hometown Marketing Podcast. I have with us today, Katie Jeff Coates. And she is going to tell us about um, her happiness podcast and then her intentional margins program. So I'm super excited to learn more about that and to share that with you today. So welcome,
1: Katie. Tell us a little bit um, about, her, about you. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I love the concept of your podcast and I especially love it because I am a small town girl. I, um, I grew up in a town of 2006 people in the middle of a cornfield in Minnesota, and I so desperately wanted out of being in a small town, it just didn't feel right for me. So I went to law school, became a lawyer, uh, which brought me to Washington, D.C., where I practiced law as a trial litigator and then had babies. Um, with my husband. And now we live right outside of Washington, DC in Arlington, Virginia. That's like the 22nd (laughs) bio of all the things. But I like still have so many friends in this small town that I grew up in. And I have a girlfriend and we always wanted to do a podcast that was two small town girls take on the world. We've never done it, but I think it'd be so fun. Just like the comedy of like how you get through life. She's in LA now, like following her dreams. I Uh followed mine, started with, uh, practicing law and has evolved into other things when I decided to blow all of that up, but it's been really, really fun. So I'm excited to dig into all the things you want to talk about today.
0: Okay. Well, very good. Well, welcome. And yeah, so just to tell you about upstate South Carolina, we're not like completely in the middle of nowhere because <laughs> we are right. um, two hours from Greenville, two hours from Charlotte, two, out, well, no, not Greenville. Sorry, back that up. That's uh, 30, 45 minutes from Greenville, two hours from Atlanta, two hours from Columbia, just right in a good spot. And then topographically, we're close to the mountains, not too far from the beach. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a good, good, nice place. So I've really enjoyed living here.
1: It's like the best of both worlds to be able to like have the city and still have all of this great topography. And I mean, mm-hmm. I love it, love it, love it down there. It's it's so magical, and it's not as hot as say Florida and even totally. Charleston. <laughs> so yeah. we're good. So okay,
0: well, tell us about the intentional margins because that really um, intrigues me, and it's always a challenge as a busy working mom to um, fit it all
1: in and let go of
0: the overwhelm, that kind of thing. So tell me about, more about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we all feel overwhelmed, whether that's being a parent, whether that's being an entrepreneur or going to work or doing all of the things. I think, especially as women right now, I think what's happening is we're putting too many things on our to-do list. And at the end of the day, we have 47 things on our to-do list and we get 40 of them done. And what do we think about? The seven things we didn't get done right? And that yeah. just eats at you. And it's this really this hamster wheel, I like to say, of this overwhelm of like, how do you even jump off? You could be spinning all the plates, but what happens if one drops? You could be walking the tightrope. I mean, there's all the analogies and we could all mm-hmm. resonate with how this feels. And so that's really what I was really trying to get at as I was uh, stopping practicing law, raising babies, and just wanted a different life. I wanted clarity. I wanted a secret sauce of what I would say yes to and what I would say no to. Why was I constantly feeling overwhelmed? And it wasn't necessarily anybody else putting stuff on me, maybe a little bit, but a lot of it was internal. Sure. I was busy and completely out of balance. And so what I created was a concept where... We can be busy and still be in balance, still be in harmony, still feel calm if we're doing the right things in this season. So, what I have learned through my own experience and through talking to so many others is that it's a season. Like some things change, right? Like the kids go through seasons. Sometimes, if they're in like sports, that's a busy season. If there, there's always some kind of season. And so I created the concept, Intentional Margins, which is finding the harmony between your to-dos and your priorities. Because what so many of us have been doing is we haven't been putting our priorities on the calendar. We don't even know what our priorities are. And the thing that I feared the most when I was in this state of overwhelm, when I was on this hamster wheel, is that I would get to the end of the week get to the end of the month or the year or the gosh, for, for, I mean, get to the end of my life and I wouldn't have done anything that was in my priorities. So how did I make sure that I was living in my priorities? And so we created this concept, intentional margins. I actually came up with the name, uh, on my dining room table with my, one of my business besties, Jenna, before we were going to a conference, we were like, let's just put out a bunch of post-it notes and talk about this. Cause we're all feeling this. Right. And it just came to us. And it's been something that we have, you know, that I've then trademarked and we talk about it all the time. Cause how do you find that clarity and how do you find the balance? And so I have a method, which we will go through. I'm not going to leave you hanging. <laughs> I'm going to give you Tools and tricks and a method to help identify what your priorities are and then what to do about it. Because so many of us, myself included, are reactive, right? We look at the calendar, we look at the email, and we start reacting where you start serving everybody else's to do's, everybody else's priorities, right? Because that's really what an email is, right? It's somebody else's to do list. They're just throwing the ball over the court to you
0: or text message or exactly. phone call or, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we just, there's just got to be a better way. There has to be a better way. We have to find a way to not go through life wondering if we're fulfilled. Right. Right. Like wondering like, what's this all for? And so I implore people to Decide what lights your hair on fire. Decide what your priorities are, and then make sure that you're making time for them. So the method—if you want me to go right into it—I'm yes, happy. Go
0: to.
1: ahead. Um, okay. I would take notes, but I'm going to re-listen to this and take all the notes then. So, okay, great, great. Um, the method is very simple. It's the Impact Method to creating intentional margins. I and M, intentional. Margins. I told you, very simple. We're going to break it all down. It seems like, how have we not been doing this our whole lives? The P is for priority. And that I think is where a lot of us start to get stuck because we have so many priorities. And that's okay. But what are the priorities in this season? And before I go into questions you can ask yourself to get to what the priorities are, Mm -hmm. I want to caveat this in the fixed priorities and the fluid priorities. Fixed priorities are like my kids, my husband, my health, maybe whatever that looks like for you. And it doesn't mean that we ignore the fixed priorities in order to achieve whatever the goals are, right? We can just assume, yes, your children are important. Okay. Like let's just take that off the table to think about like where do we go from here because if we're constantly stuck in our fixed priorities we're not moving forward we're just like serving everything else like i've got two little kids they're very important to me i have a husband he's very important to me let's just assume they are priorities and then move on those are your fixed priorities there will be time for them some you know maybe more time or less time depending on the season let's just assume they're the priorities they're fixed and whatever else that looks like for you Maybe there's other things that's really a fixed priority for you that can be in your fixed priority bucket. Sure. Meditation, going running. I mean, right. Your dogs, like whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> right. It's, it's whatever it is for you. So when you identify your priority, the priority that is going to help you live your life on purpose, you will be creating a more fulfilled life. And it compounds daily. So if you're thinking about what it is that is a priority to you, well, connection is a very big priority for me. So I want to try to um, create connection in my day or in my week or in my month, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's coffee dates on Fridays, three text messages a day to people I care about that, you know, whatever that looks like. But Other ways to think about priorities are to ask yourself these questions. First, what do you need in order to be the person that you want to be? So what is your priority? Like, what do you need in order to be the person you want to be? I would answer this and say order. I need order. I like things to be order, tidy. If there's dishes all over the kitchen sink, it raises my blood pressure. Like that doesn't make me feel good. (laughs) What do I need in order to be the person I want to be? If I want to be a calm and all in person, Mm -hmm. I need order. What does that look like for you? I don't know. But so it, for me, it would be making sure like in the morning I tidy up my kitchen. It's a priority on my calendar. That's a priority to me. These are small things. Like we can all do this. This is not like the biggest change the world. The second question is, What are the things or the activities that make you like smile that help you feel calm and balanced or light your hair on fire? Maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's knitting, maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's having coffee with a friend, maybe it's petting your dog, maybe it's you know doing a dance party, maybe it's 10 jumping jacks, maybe it's drinking a glass of water. So many things, sure, it doesn't matter what they are, it's what works for you. And then the third and final question. That I like to ask myself when I'm determining my priorities is who are the people that I wanna spend time with in person or virtually? And what types of qualities do they have? So, who do I wanna spend time with and why am I tra- attracted to spending time with them? You know, I talk a lot about happiness and um, I have a happiness podcast, and a lot of that is connection, right? Connection builds happiness, but who are the people that I I'm inspired by that. I want to spend time with. Is it my husband? Is it my mom? Is it my best friend? Is it who's not the person that you want to spend time with? Right? right? We have, right. like, I'm sure you can think of this. Listeners, I am sure you can think of someone you're like, yep, I could use a little less of that time. Mm-hmm. Right? So, how do we spend more time with the people that are energizing us, that are making us feel good, that are helping us live in our priorities? So, P priorities. The next step is action. The A in impact. There are a million ways to do anything. I think we've talked about this already, right? But you have to decide what's gonna work for you. So what does that look like? Maybe it's going for a walk. That's your action. If my husband is a priority, that might look like date nights on Thursday night. I get a babysitter, I schedule time, it could also look like happy hour at home at six o'clock on Fridays. It could also look like a weekend away once a quarter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be weekly, it can be quarterly. It can also look like coffee time every morning at nine oh five after I get home from dropping the kids off at school for 10 minutes, just sip coffee and connect see, there's so many ways it can this can work. Sure. I don't know what's going to work for you. And connection with your spouse may not be something that's important to you, but if it were, as you can see, there's lots of ways to do it.
0: Yeah,
1: And yeah. so putting that on the calendar and making sure that you have time for it, if it's a priority, is how we start to create these habits, create this fulfilled life, this fulfilled happiness. And then we've already alluded to it. The C is calendar. Yeah. Right? We've got to put it on the calendar. What gets calendared gets done. And although we try not to live by our calendars, the long and the short of it is if it's a priority to you, you will know because it's where you're spending your time. Right. And calendar doesn't lie. You only have so many hours in the day. How are you spending your time? And that could be Netflix and binge during quarantine, during the um <laughs> COVID pandemic, yeah. my daughter and I decided to watch Gilmore Girls start to finish. And there is like nothing enlightening about watching Gilmore Girls, except I got to do it with my preteen, with the time we spent together. It was connection right. in a way that she wanted and I wanted. It was Gilmore Girls. It was on the calendar. Like literally does not matter in life, except for the connection. Sure. So calendar, you have to prioritize your calendar because if you don't prioritize your calendar, someone else will. There's always something else that somebody else wants from you. And if it's not on your calendar, it will get filled up. It just does. Like that's, that's the yep. way it works, right? Yep. And the very final thing is timely evaluation let's be real, we have lots of great ideas and we think weekly date night is going to work and it's going to be the thing we put on the calendar. It's the action that gets us to our priority of quality time with our spouse. And three months goes by and it gets moved or it gets rescheduled or it doesn't, it becomes stressful or whatever. You need to timely evaluate whether this is the thing that's working for you. Because it doesn't help for me to tell you what would work. Right. It's nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with you. So timely evaluation of your priority your action and your calendar. Is this and then, working? And what's interesting about that evaluation part is it might work in one
0: season or once uh, half of the year and it's not going to work in the next due to
1: other things or. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And you um, I invite you to give yourself permission to pivot and to recalibrate. Because seasons change, priorities change, what you need at different times of your life changes, right? So give yourself permission to pivot. And that really is the impact system in a nutshell. It's so simple, yet so effective, because you get so much clarity from what you say yes to and what you say no to, because you know exactly if it aligns with your priorities. Very good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's so much fun. And we have so many testimonials of people that are doing it. And if you search hashtag intentional margins, Mm -hmm. you'll see people that post about, you know, working in their daily calendar or going for a walk or whatever it looks like. Like, it's so exciting to have intentional margins and to be using this as like, oh, this is my intentional margin. Mm -hmm. This is how I create intentional margins today. Some people do it daily. Some people do it weekly. You know, it depends on what you need. Yeah. You know, I try to create one intentional margin every single day for myself, something that lights my hair on fire, Um, whether that's coffee with a friend or uh, reading something I'm really interested in or sending us some text messages. I love to send kindness cards, which is a postcard that I'm creating. And so I like to spend time doing that. Because it boosts my happiness, it spreads kindness, and it helps make our world a better place. It makes me very happy. It's one of my intentional margins. Right, it's so simple. So, do you have a suggestion for somebody who might not know what
0: excites them anymore? Maybe they're so worn out or drained, or you know, whether it's from working or from children or just midlife blues, whatever. Do you have a a work a, a method or Way for people to figure those things out that it's really that they've forgotten.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think it happens to all of us at different stages, right? Where you're just like, I'm just too overwhelmed to even think about it, or I don't feel like I have anything exciting. And I would argue that you probably do. There's some scientific research out there on envy and how. If you can identify what you are envious of, that is where you should start thinking about where to put your happiness bucket. So if you are envious because you see your friends having date night, you may want to consider whether that's something that would work for you. If you are envious about... um, One of the things that I see and I'm always envious is I see couples like having lunch or like going out at like three o'clock on a Friday being like, yay, we're off for the weekend. And I'm always so envious because my husband works a ton of hours and it's just not usually in the cards. And so I always like, oh, that would make me very happy, right? I'm envious. and So envy is not bad. So many people think envy is this bad word. Envy is, wow. It can be, wow, I think that looks like so much fun. I want to do it too, right? It doesn't have to be, wow, that looks like so much fun. I wish they weren't having any, right? Right. Like, how are you flipping the script? So envy can be a clear way into what would help feed your happiness, which also feeds your fulfillment, right? Right. So it it takes some self exploration. Like there's no magic in deciding what your priorities are like that. That's the work you have to do. Uh, and it can be harder or easier for different people and different seasons. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's where you, it's where you start. Like, what do you care about? What lights your hair on fire? You know, what, what are you interested in? You know, it's. I mean, it's fascinating. I don't have any hobbies really. Like people like will ask me, I'm like, I have no idea. I've never had hobbies, so I understand when people are like, "What are your priorities? What are your hobbies?" Somebody asked me what my hobbies were. It would be very hard. So I I see the correlation. Yeah. Between hobbies and priorities and what you care about, you just have to peel the layer and look. Most, of the, most people can start to peel that layer. Start with envy. Start with what makes you happy. If you don't know what makes you happy, go back to envy. It's a good place to start. You know, honestly, it's a really great question. How do you even get started? Like, how do you figure this out on your own? And right now I'm not offering a workshop But you never know. So my website has all the information that you could ever want and need on how to get started. So it's katiejeffcoat.com. And that will have free resources, workbooks, stuff to get you started. And it also has my intentional day PDF, which is a free daily PDF page that helps you set up your day. So it's not a calendar. It doesn't have like the times on it, but it's how can I be intentional? about setting up my day so that I can crush it, so that I can succeed, so I can get through it, right? And of course, I'm on social at Everyday Happiness with Katie and at Katie Jeffcoat. So you can always send direct messages if you have any questions about intentional margins or about happiness or about how we do this thing we call life. That's really where we're at, those those channels, social and my website. And I have an email that goes out every once in a while. I'm still working on consistency with that, but that always has resources because I'm a big fan of just giving you resources to do what you, what you want. And if you don't want the resource, you can just ignore it and wait for the next one. And maybe that'll be something great. Right. Well, great. Yeah, okay. so fun.
0: Very good. So what's your, um, what's your vision for your business for the next few, um, since we're all business owners for the next few years? Do you have a five-year plan? It's
1: so fun, right? I love dreaming. I did the, I don't know if you've ever done this, the Clifton Strength Finders assessment. It's through Gallup, and it'll tell Mm -hmm. you like what your strengths are, like your top five. Mm -hmm. It's like $17 or something. I don't know. Um, I did that, and I'm a futurist. I always think in the future, which gets me into trouble because I got to come back down to, you know, real life, but I love to dream about what's coming, and I'm really excited about a product launch I have coming very soon, maybe by the time this even airs, called Kindness Cards. I believe with uh, without a doubt, and the science proves it, that kindness is contagious, and we can spread more kindness in the world. We can deliver more smiles through my product, Kindness Cards, which are postcards and greeting cards, but let's be real, I love postcards because you only have to write like three sentences and get it done. And it's basically just sending great postcards through the mail that don't feel like Valentine's. So they're a little bit higher end, more for the business owner, more for someone that like me might have a little chip on her shoulder, wants to make sure it looks profesh. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what um, I'm super excited about. My goal with our company is to sell and um, distribute 10,000 kindness cards to 10,000 Countries in 2022. We really think that this could be a global effort, and we are excited about partnering with people to get it there. So,
0: I mean, how fun would
1: that be? 10,000 cards flying all over the world would mean you get a boost of happiness when you send it. They get a boost of happiness when they receive it. Whoever receives it, and in the middle, there's all this other touch point, and it just—it's so stinking cool that I'm excited about where that goes and really it's going to be up to listeners and followers and you know purchasers of these great cards to see what happens so it's going to be out of my hands which I think is the most exciting part I can't only do so much I literally my I don't know that I could write 10,000 cards I might get like a carpal tunnel or something right (laughs) definitely
0: (laughs) that's still fun and then having that many people to send it to so that's the other side of the equation right oh my gosh I don't know 10,000 people I don't have 10,000 addresses maybe a thousand but
1: 10,000
0: yeah at least help on that department
1: but if everyone sends five or you know we were thinking about this idea where we start like um uh like book club where like we send five cards a week or something, we all get mm-hmm. together on zoom or whatever. And we like write our cards and check in. I don't know. There's so many fun ideas that people yeah. could do. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. 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 So we'll see.
0: Very good. Alrighty. Well, Katie, it was such a pleasure having you on today. And um, I'm glad to share you with my audience. And hopefully they'll check you out and get the free resources and um, make their life brighter and more happy and more enthusiastic. So myself included. Um anyway, thank you so much and um I hope you have a wonderful day. And we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, take care. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. You can get the link at highimpactbusiness.com forward slash podcast.